Rob, uh, football is back and <laughs> Liverpool are playing today. What's they the are. story? Merseyside Derby, football is back and it is being shite. <laughs> it's really, in fairness, I can't expect them to pick up where they left off. Well, it's really kind of, yeah, it's like first um, first game of the season again, isn't it? Yeah, it has that kind of feel to it, the way they're playing and stuff. And How do you feel about the um, the noise that's pumped in? To the stadium, I kind of I prefer it than no noise, to be honest. Yeah, with you. Um, yeah it's a strange I thing. I, I, was, um, I was making lunch the other day and I had it on in the background, and I totally forgot that there was no one in the stadium because <laughs> the noise was so realistic. Like, you know, when you have it, you know, when you're like have a game on and you're in like doing something, yeah, and you hear a noise and it's oh, it's a goal or it's close, whatever. And uh, yeah, I, I, I actually like the noise, I think it's all right. I'm just waiting for when some smart arse in Sky or something like that pumps in an Anfield noise during a Man United match. <laughs> He'll never walk alone. alone yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious, is correct. Have you seen um have you seen Roy Keane's antics at all? Oh man, he's hilarious. He's brilliant. <laughs> Lockdown is true to him well anyway. I tell you what. He just he just whether he's right or wrong, he just says what he thinks and feck it. Oh he's gas. I'll be he throwing is. punches. Yeah. <laughs> like the NHS isn't over overwhelmed at the moment with COVID patients. There's fucking right going around slapping everyone. <laughs> Mad, isn't he? He gives no insight into the game whatsoever. Not at all. He's just rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said, did you see did you hear the way he said Maguire in the most cork accent ever? The most angriest cork accent ever. Maguire. Like. <laughs> Maguire. Ah, uh, he is a pikey from Cork for sure. Uh, he's funny as fuck, though. In fairness, yeah. he's good enough just for the entertainment value alone. He's, look, he's, worth that, it. he's absolute gold because he just says what he thinks. Mm. You know and what he does... what he thinks is just craziness. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. What he thinks should be sealed in concrete and dumped, <laughs> dumped the in the North Sea. sea. Absolutely. <laughs> so Merseyside uh, Derby Day. Merseyside uh, Derby. Yeah. Rob, Here we are. Uh, any predictions on score? I oh, think it'd have... be pretty tight. To be perfectly fair. If you want to put it out there on prediction on win Liverpool, yeah. I mean, take away the factor of Goodison Park not having any any crowd there. I mean, all Everton do they haven't won a derby in twenty one fucking games. All mm. the all the Jinxes. all they ever do is try to stop Liverpool. They never try to to win or to achieve anything. Their achievement is to beat Liverpool, and that's it. It's <laughs> fucking pathetic. There was a picture going around over Charleston. Because he said in a Brazilian newspaper or whatever like that. Yeah, of, of all the things to do before a fucking... Van Dyke isn't yeah. in the top three. And I think it was either This Is Anfield or the Liverpool Echo or whatever like that posted a picture of a Charleston holding up his jersey um, to the crowd when he scored in the 4-2 loss, by the way, yeah. at Anfield. And then it was, it, was, it was right beside a picture of Virgil van Dijk just holding up this European Cup, Super Cup, and the World Cup Championship. And it's like, that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I've I seen mean, a good one there. I've seen a post where he, uh, he said that, you know, he says, uh, I've dribbled past Virgil van Dijk, and some smart arse had put in uh, Richarlison's life memoirs, and it had yeah. number one, I dribbled past Virgil van Dijk. I mean, Dijk. that's pathetic. <laughs> that's really fucking sad. I mean, that's, that's the basis. I mean, in... Uh, the only redeeming factor they have is to have Carlo Ancelotti as a manager. And obviously he's, he's a proven fucking winner. But like him and Everton, just it's a weird combination. But anyway, they're, they've got a few injuries. I know Walcott's out. Uh, Central Shock defense. horror. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yerry Mina, and as if he would have done it. But Yerry Mina, the um, 
central defenders out, which is a shame because he's shite. <laughs> and um, Schneiderlin's out as well. So there's a few injury. But like, if even you pair up their eleven against our eleven, yeah, like, n- yeah. All, all things being equal, we should win. Um, yeah. But I reckon because it's kind of like the first game of the season, it will be, it'll be very tight. You they'll know? come out um, with the traps, like you know, they'll 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 blow themselves out. Liverpool will deal with it, and yeah. you know, I mean, like I said, they don't have the added factor of the crowd. Yeah. Um, and plus, shouting. yeah. Plus, you also have the fact that Richarlison, um, Richarlison um, gave possibly the best football team in the world an excuse. Yeah. Amazing how footballers still do this sort of shit. Like, like yeah. you just give them, give the other team ammunition, like yeah, they needed like, uh, before a derby. <laughs> like, you do, do you think Virgil van Dijk is going to be out in this pitch going, Oh, I hope he runs past me again? He'd be going, This bitch is mine. That too, but I, I don't, don't even know. Like, he's not even on, he's not even a fucking stain on Virgil van Dijk's shorts, Richarlison. He's nothing. He's nothing at all. So, all across the pitch, even in midfield, and I know we have a functional midfield, but if we play, and Naby Keita, apparently, by all accounts, and Minamino, and I remember saying this to you before, um, when this whole yeah. thing happened, that would be a benefit for these two players. Apparently, they're tearing it up in training and the pre-season friendlies and the behind-closed-door games, so... They're on it, oh, Yeah, I'd love to see Naby get a run of, like, seven or eight games now, yeah. and just, like, see at home. Like, because when he was playing for, what was it, Leipzig he was with, was it? Yeah. He was with Minamino, wasn't it? Didn't mean Amino come from um, Salzburg or be Salzburg? Salzburg, yeah, it's all fucking Red Bull. It's, 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 it's the other Red Bull. Red team. Bull re- really has, has got to stop trying. Like most uh, most rich, rich people buy one team and try and win the Champions League with them, but Red Bull just seems to want to buy every team. Yeah, that's... and just by process of elimination, they'll win it one day. I'm surprised they still have that. Like they're, they're making so much money to be honest, because Red Bull is fucking disgusting. And it's wicked expensive. And it's wicked expensive. I mean, Lucas Ed should be taken over. <laughs> well, that night, that, over here now, you have all these uh, alternatives, like Boost or something like that. Yeah, can, Monster. A can, of, a can of Boost is 79 cents, and the very same can of Red Bull is 235. No. I know, but I, I can't even remember the last time I had some Red Bull. I think it was when I was doing shit fucking Galway. Yeah. I used to have like three or four cans of it to stay awake. Yeah, I, I like recently enough. I just I don't know what was up with me. I just been so tired and all that, mm. and I just I've just needed like a couple of cans of Red Bull to get me over a few days. Really? Yeah. Jess, I would have had you pegged for a Red Bull man now. I'm not. I read uh, Rob, and I absolutely despise. Go and, and buy your bowels. Yeah. No, I I I despise the taste of it, but it was just a necessary evil. I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee at all? I don't drink coffee, no. Never like never developed a taste for it. Love the smell of it. No, no. Jez, I um that's the one thing I've I've picked up over here is coffee. Yeah. Didn't drink a lot of it now when I was in Ireland. Mostly um tea and stuff like that, but yeah, coffee over here definitely. Uh yeah. It's 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 it has to be a Liverpool win. I cannot see Everton getting anything out of this game. Yeah. At all. And so, paired with no crowd. Yeah. Like, like if Liverpool win this, right? And look, we—if the form continues, then it, it should be—it should be a Liverpool win. But if they—if they win it, does that leave us needing just two points to win the league? It, I think everything is dependent upon Manchester City and how they do in their game. Um, because if they lose, so Liverpool are twenty-two points ahead now. Right. Um, we what's left? Nine games, is it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. But like Liverpool play today, and then City, I think, are playing on either Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. 
when the city so lose that game. I mean, I mean they're not going to lose that game because they're playing. I think they're, I think they're playing at home to Burnley or something like that. So they're not going to lose that game. Yeah. Um, but no, you just have. I think Liverpool can win it at Brighton. Basically. Yeah, no, but so 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 say, so say they did by some. So say Liverpool won today, yeah. and uh, Man City lost. Do we win the title without kicking the ball? I don't think so. You'd have to pull up your table and have a look at it there because the way I understood it is that. Actually, no, I think you might be right. I think you might be right because it wasn't the whole thing that if, if City lost Arsenal and Liverpool could win the title at Merseyside yeah. or at uh, Everton. But like, we, then, um, yeah, like we, I know before the break we needed to win two more games anyway. And that was, that, but, it was done. But we only needed to win one more if City lost. So that just follows over. So you're right. Yeah, absolutely. So if City lose. If, um, if, if, City, if we beat Everton today and City lose. Lose, we win the title. Oh, my God. And so we don't happy, have to kick a ball after today. Happy I know, days. Then we can send all our we can send all our players out on holidays and let the reserves play out the rest of the season. And because it's going to be a short short break this year. I mean, I'd love to see uh, Curtis Jones, uh, Nico Williams, Larucci at left back. Wouldn't mind seeing Van der Berg popped in beside Virgil Van Dijk um, to give him a chance. Like, there's no point popping him in beside fucking Dejan Lovren. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like pop him beside someone that can help him <laughs> not stress him out <laughs> this old podcast we've dragged um, on Dayon Lovren a bit haven't we oh well he doesn't help himself and he calls himself one of the best defenders in the world maybe, um, he, maybe he meant in the game of Sabutio that he was playing at the time Sabutio good lord David you're showing your age it's the champions game of ball oh, fair enough um <laughs> I would, I would think if you're going on a predicting goal score, and this is good because we can come back to this after the game and see how right we are. But yeah, because I, 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 how about predicting? I always the lineup. About, yeah, okay. Well, I think the lineup will be pretty simple. I, I mean, I really do. I'll go first if you want. It'll be yeah. Alice, go ahead. Yeah. Allison and yeah. goals. Trent and um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I forgot his fucking name on the wings. The Scottish fella Robertson. That's it. Been that long, the <laughs> Yes. So Trent and Robertson on the wings. You'll have Gomez and Virgil in the in the in the in the centre back. Um, midfield, you will have uh, Genie, um, uh, Genie, um, Henderson, and um, uh, what's his name? God Almighty, I can't even remember names today. Fabinho. Fabinho. And you'll have the the three usual suspects up front. I think, I think that's how the lineup. I'm fairly certain, bar there's been an injury or something that I don't know about. I don't know if there's been any injuries at all. Um, there's only one position that would be up for grabs. I think it'd be Wijnaldum's. Um <laughs> It depends if Kate is going to play or if he feels like Henderson can play in that deep line midfield and he plays Wijnaldum and Kate ahead of him. Yeah, so I think that the three midfield is the one that's probably more uh, pliable. Yeah, well, look, the front three is is not going to change. The back four no. is not going to change, unless he unless he feels um, Matip is is back or something like that, and once you know he rates Matip over him. But I think Gomez and Van Dijk have just been too solid to break up. To be honest with you, yeah, I mean Gomez has to start. He's proved all season that he's like the number the number two behind um, Van Dijk. Yeah. Um, and that's not saying Matip had a really good start to the season, but like I said, like, just Matip and Lovren just give up in December and they're injured for like 11, 12 weeks. <laughs> I mean, in saying that, Gomez doesn't help himself either, but... Yeah, I um, think I think personally that Dayan Lovren has been injured for the better part of seven years. Yeah. Because he certainly but, plays like he has an injury. He plays a brain, brain injury. injury. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry for, for stealing the wind beneath yeah. your sails with that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's where I would go with. And then, like Everton, like I said, I mean the only player in the Everton team that would that I I think is I rate or halfway decent is uh, the left back, uh, Lucas Digne. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Dini is that what they call him? Yeah, or Dini, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, you actually, only... we had we had a conversation about this a while ago. He's one of the players that you would like at Liverpool. Remember that? Oh yeah. I mean, the only thing Liverpool are in a weird position because I know Timo Werner didn't work out. Like they obviously yeah. didn't go for him. They didn't put in for him. That's fine. Yeah. But how do you say to a player that you're buying for forty or fifty million? You're on the bench. Yeah, you know, I mean, even left backs. Yeah, and you see, I think why this has happened is because um, I know Liverpool had conversations with all their players uh, earlier on in the year, and mm. I fully think they expected maybe Salah or Mane to be moving. Yeah, and that's all gone tits up now because Madrid or Barcelona can't afford them now. No, so, so I, mean, I, I suspected something like that. But saying that now, I did read an article there today that your man uh, Asensio from Real Madrid looks like he's on his way. Yeah. I just... I like in Midfielders, I don't think we need to be buying midfielders because I think that the midfield that we have and then the players that we have coming through, um, Harvey Elliott, I know he's like really young. Oh, that Harvey Elliott looks a player, dude. Doesn't he? he just and then you have Minamino so and you have Keita and you have all these players. And they're willing to fight for the place. But if you start going for Asensio uh, or Casemiro or any of these really top-class midfielders or Kai Havertz and stuff like that and say, yeah, we buy you, but look, you're on the bench until you prove yourself. Yeah. And that's what Liverpool's midfield is because it's so functional and it's it's just there to support, and you could say the front five, of Robertson, yeah. Trent and, and, the, and the top three. So I don't even know if you need a midfielder. Or to be honest, I would love to see us get another centre-back. Yeah, someone who doesn't get as injured. Yeah, because I think Lovren has to be on his way. Oh. And Matip cost Vi- nothing. He was free to... V- via cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has to be on his way. I mean, knowing him, he'll secure a move to AC Milan or something like that. Yeah, well, he may as well um, wear shit now. Yeah. But uh-huh. um, that's a position I wouldn't mind. Obviously, I wouldn't mind backup um, until Elliot and Brewster get going. But Brewster's... Um, doing. He scored two goals yesterday for Swansea in the Championship. Yeah, like I've seen, I've seen a little bit of him playing in the reserves, and he always yeah. looked just that step ahead in the reserves. So maybe, mm. maybe going out and loan will be a good thing for him. Maybe, but then maybe, again, you, maybe you, you, you have that philosophy that uh, if Klopp loans you out, that's pretty much it. I, yep, that's how I feel about it. I think <laughs> um, Grujic again in midfield, he might prove us wrong. He might come back next year, but he's been on loan for the last three years. Yeah, um, Brewster, I would love. To see him in the starting lineup, he, he reminds me of shades of like Fowler about him, yeah, um, his runs and stuff like that. But he's not a Bobby Firmino, um, I, I don't right think, now, I don't think that's I don't think I think if you take Firmino out of that squad, I think Liverpool loses something. If there was one player that I, I would say has to be protected and given the pay rise at all costs, it's him. And is that the crazy I, I thing? I think he can link any player. I don't think it does. I think, I think Firmino makes Salah and Mane look so good. And it's not crazy when you think about um, people worrying about Salah and Mane leaving. Yeah. And they're not really concerned about Firmino, but there's not many teams out there that are playing like Liverpool. So Firmino fits into that specific Klopp system. Yeah. And Klopp's like, I don't care if you score 10. I mean, he scored one goal at Anfield this year and the rest he scored away from home. Do you think Klopp gives a shit? 
because he's doing his job. He's doing what he's been... You have to give Klopp huge credit for this. I mean, he was brought in as an attacking midfielder by Brendan Rodgers. And Klopp was in, and within five days of training, he had him up front. Like, and a, a kudos to Brendan Rodgers for getting him. Yeah, kudos to, to Brendan Rodgers, but then, you know, who cares? Uh, come on, Dave. Well, he was a lovely man. He may be a lovely man and a fellow mm. Irish man. But he's a know. beautiful he's a beautiful soul. <laughs> do you remember did you ever watch that being Liverpool? That horrendous cringeworthy documentary that no, was made it, when um, FSG took over. Oh good lord. I started watching that um Sunderland Till I Die. Good. Um, what did you think? I thought it was really good actually. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's really interesting, isn't it? Like I you mean, can see you can see the, the people who bought the club. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, which season, one now? One or two? Uh, was it two? I can't remember. No, I've watched them all. You're... I watched them all. Oh, you've watched all of them. So you went yeah. through the whole Chris Coleman era. Yeah. And uh, but the 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 fellow who bought the club. Um, yes. In the first season, I think it was, and they really they really cared. You know, they wanted it to yeah. fucking to work out. But I think didn't he have to sell it or something? Didn't he sell the club again or something? I think they've sold they sold to a consortium. I think. Um, the uh, did you see the um, the PR guy who had told you had the, the touch of the David Brents about him? I can't remember. Honest to God, Rob, I can't oh, remember. you would have. If you saw him, you'd remember him. It's hilarious. I tell you what. I tell you what. I watched first season. Deb went up to bed early one night. They stuck it on, and I think about three o'clock in the morning, I was still watching it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is binge worthy. You have to say. Yeah. Uh, part of it is you go behind the scenes and stuff like that, and you see how it's run. But yeah, but you know what just struck, struck me right from outside looking in, you kind of think. It, it's got to be more sophisticated than that, but it's, it's literally people just on the phone doing deals, like, you know. I, I, I think when you talk about sophistication, um, I think you're talking about Darren Gibson being an absolute pisshead. <laughs> Fuck me. He seems slaughtering his own fucking teammates in oh, a fucking man. night. And he shit faced like. <laughs> And he has to go into work the next day and face them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, they don't care, they don't care. And your man's like, hey, you don't care, you're here on the piss. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Liverpool before we start talking about shit. Um, shit it's, like we, it's, it's like we have ADD or something like that. Ooh, shiny red penny. Um, <laughs> did you kill uh, the pennies yet? I didn't, fuck. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been in clothes shopping in about 13 years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, right, back to Liverpool. <laughs> so, we're going to predict... We predicted the team, which is... Kind of self-explanatory, yeah, bar one or maybe one. Kate yeah, or maybe I, coming in. That's about it. Yeah, I th- I think we're pretty solid. I'd be surprised yeah. if Genie Wijnaldum doesn't get in there. I really would. No, me too. Considering his form up to the um, the lockdown and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think Wijnaldum, yeah. Wijnaldum, Henderson, and Fabinho. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll go too far wrong. I think if all things being equal, we'll win. Yep. And uh, there was a time. Yeah, in Liverpool's recent past where I we go to Everton and I know we have a good record there and I'd just mm-hmm. be so worried about it. I'm not worried yeah. now, although I do recognise that you know, anything can happen really and you know just well, it's a derby and you know, and usually with the derbies like you know when Liverpool were playing Man United when Liverpool were shite. Yeah. They always turned up at some stage and you had the Anfield crowd behind them. They've got no crowd behind them. Yeah. So and like even when Liverpool were shite we still had a decent record against United. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. 
Um, but I really think that just going throughout the team, the injuries they have, I think that Liverpool will walk over them. I think it could be like, I think this is probably going to be the, God forbid me for saying this now, but it's going to do a post-match pod, but I think it's going to be 3-0, 4-0. Yeah. Well, actually, what I'm thinking about doing the pod, Rob, is I might actually just make this one episode and do like before and after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then you can, you can quote me as saying, um, 4-0, Alisson Hattrick, um, Dudek. <laughs> Makes a surprise appearance off the bench up front and scores. <laughs> Dudek from the bench. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? Origi has to score. I just <laughs> Origi, Origi thirty-five yard oh. pile driver. Yeah, there you go with his head. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pickford couldn't, Pickford couldn't reach it. Jesus. Well, uh, look, that is look. That is one big plus. I mean, Everton think they have the England number one. Okay, and if he is the best goalkeeper in England, then England have a good lord. Yeah. They have that ridiculous. Uh, that United goalkeeper is far better than him. Dean Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. A he's a he's a quality keeper. I don't think Everton looked at Liverpool's model of buying keepers and just copied them. Like what? they said, Simon Simon came from a relegated Sunderland team. Okay, well he did really well. Let's buy Jordan Pickford from where? A relegated Sunderland team. <laughs> I mean, bravo, masterstroke. Tactic without fail. It really is. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear uh, Moisey's uh, interview yesterday? No. He uh, so West Ham lost to uh, Wolves, and so they're doing an interview, and and they said he, he, you know West Ham held out for a while. Yeah. And they're like, what was the what was the defining factor? You know, what went wrong? And he just said, well, they brought on Adam Traore. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> One player. That guy is so fast. He's fast and he's raw. Like he, he doesn't have much yet. But I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't mind our centre forward Raul Jimenez. He, oh no, but not, but could you imagine if Jurgen Klopp got a hold of him? Just for yeah, a, I know. I was saying that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I think, I think Klopp could turn him in to one of the best players in the world because he has place yeah. to burn that lad. Though. I mean, there's, there's a few players coming on the market uh, in the Premiership. I mean. Uh, I said the other day, Leroy Sané just refused the contract. Um, yeah, with Man City, I absolutely going to Bayern Munich. I know, but he, you know what? There, we talk about happy being uh, being happy to sit on the bench. How long did he sit on the bench or come off the bench for Manchester City behind Sterling or uh, yeah, or Bernardo Silva and stuff? I just think he would like underclock, like you said, would throw it. I think underclock, he would thrive. Yeah, well, Klopp think... just seems to be able to take players, and he just he coaches them how he wants to play, and it fits the yeah, system he, that he wants. He, he coached Sacco right over the club, didn't he? He fucking did. <laughs> he's like, I think within twenty minutes of landing at the club, he was uh, yeah, okay, we need to get him out of here right now. Fuck off. <laughs> get out of here. The same like. nearly, the same nearly with Shakiri. Whatever happened there? They seem to have had a falling out, don't they? I think it's a certain personality, I think, that Klopp doesn't appreciate. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And if you go throughout that team, everyone works hard. Jesus, even Mane and Salah track back and stuff, and maybe Shakiri Sacco with his lapses in concentration. But I think Sacco got a raw end of the deal because he was beside Lover and had a millionaire behind him. So he loved yeah. him. So he did multitask a lot. Jesus Christ, yeah. It was like we were playing a feckin' At three, four, three. <laughs> I remember looking. I was looking back to the last time we played. Um, not the last time, but the time that we played Everton in the um, in the cup a few years ago, and we had Kiriakos, Skirtle, Robinson, uh, I think Flanagan, and then we had Shelby, Spearing, and Morales in midfield. 
kite and your van is in front. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, hey, well, the league table is up on the screen here now. Right, tell me. So, right, so Liverpool have 82 points and played 29 games. Right, mm-hmm. so we are 22 points ahead of Man United, of, of Man City. Uh, yeah. So what, what's, what's, in a, what's in a season? 36 games? 38. 38, 38 games, right. Mm-hmm. So, if we... If there's, we so there's nine games we, left with 27 yeah. points on. So hold on, yeah, so there's, there's nine games left. Um, right now we're 22 points. Right, so if we yeah. win this, we'll be twenty-five, and City then if Man still if, have played a game more, yeah, no, 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 we're both on twenty-nine, but if Man City, okay. so if we if we win this match, we'll be twenty-five points ahead with eight games left, and then if Man City do anything other than win, we've won the league. Yeah, because it's, they basically can only get to twenty-four points. They can only ever if Liverpool lose every game after this, and City just lose this one, but win everything else, then they'll only be a point behind yeah. for the rest of the season, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> You know what's so funny when, when you um, I haven't looked at the league table in so long because you know there hasn't been oh, any man. games. I, I, I pushed even I, looking I, at the apps on my phone. Like <laughs> yeah, I put I, I put it on the other day and I'm like that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is we were that good. Yeah. Really, <laughs> we were that close to win it and then they pulled the plug on. We well, yeah we consider we could have won it back in March, late yeah. February or something like that. I think I think uh, oh, it was coming a, to that stage. Yeah. Um, Only we lost. Yeah, here we game. are. Who did we lose to? Uh, <laughs> it was. Isn't it terrible? I know they were down the bottom end of the fucking table somewhere. Uh, wasn't it was Burnley? Was it? Was it? No, it wasn't Burnley. It wasn't. Bur- was it Burnley? Crystal Palace. Who the fuck did we lose to? Brighton. He did not lose to Brighton. He did lose to Brighton. Really? Or Burnley? Was it? I oh, know. Dave, you need to look that up because I want to know who the fuck we lost. <laughs> Who <laughs> was the one team that bet Liverpool this season? I can't remember. I know they were down the bottom, and I'm fairly certain it began with a B. Okay, all right. I think it was bright. I think it was bright. That's crazy. I'm just, I I'm just looking that. at. I have the league table here in front of me, and Everton are. So what's that? They are uh, thirty-seven points. Oh so my God! Really? We're, we're nearly fifty points ahead of them. <laughs> <laughs> Everton aren't even going to win the Everton Cup this year. <laughs> they're not even. They're not even going to finish in the top half of the table. No, they're that shit. No. Yeah, oh like, lord. What points are they on? They're, they've played twenty nine. Have thirty seven points. You know. So that is Jesus trash. <laughs> it really is shite, isn't it? Like they're they're ten points off the relegation zone. Shocking, considering how shite teams like West Ham. And Norwich have been well. Norwich have Norwich have just been shite in relation to defending. They've actually played good football. Um, but like I actually do worry a little bit about Everton because they have spent heavily the last few years. Now I know their owners. What do you mean you like, worry about them? Like I worried. Like I want the, the Merseyside derby to be in the league season. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you're worried that they're going to go down. Are you worried that they're going to like? What, get relegated? I'm more worried that they'll go out of business. <laughs> You're not I, worried, though, are you? I'm not worried. I, I just I, I want there to be a Merseyside derby every There season. will be. Everton in League 2 against Tranmere. <laughs> there's your fucking... There's your Merseyside derby. <laughs> we don't need Stanley. it. <laughs> we don't need them at all. I mean, I think um, I think Gary Neville was doing... Um, he, was, uh, he was doing his podcast with Jeremy Carragher. Have you listened to it? 
Uh, oh, the the one on Joe. No, I haven't actually. I have. I have. Yeah. Um, I have podcasts lined up for the car on, during the week, and that's good. one of them. So, well, it's a, it's a it's a good um, it's a good listen anyway. Um, but he was saying that Everton are operating at fifty percent deferrals in order to pay the wages of the players. What do you mean? So they're 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 trying to get other they're trying to get uh, operate like be operating at fifty percent. So like yeah. for lowering fifty percent of their actual staff because they need to pay their players or pay their players. Yeah. Um, Spurs still have to pay off the stadium with no fans. Yeah, but so that's one hundred and seventy-five million. Man United 100, borrowed one hundred and seventy-five million on a on a loan of one point one billion as well. Yeah. So that puts that up to like one point two billion for that stadium. Yeah, it's Spurs are in trouble. They're yeah, absolutely one hundred percent. And they can play as many NFL games there as possible. Yeah, it's not going to make up that whole. No. Um, United just added to their debt by one hundred and fifty million. You see, that's that's a misconception. Man Sorry. United, it's a misconception. They didn't add to their debt, really. They consolidated a lot of debt on, lo- on low finance terms. Well, what they did, what Gary, they did is free up a lot of capital. Gary Neville and the way that the Glazers bought the club was on debt. Nev- yeah, I know that. Squatting, yeah. oh, squatting oh, Neville. <laughs> that, he said that $150 million was added on to the, to the debt of the club, which was basically the capital that they used to buy the club. So it's, I know it's like, it's, it's, I don't know why the fuck we're talking about it, but... Because we're kind of hoping a, the bailiffs come in. If you can't pay, we'll take it away. I don't know. Are you seem like sincerely concerned about Everton. I don't know what the fuck you feel about United now. It's worrying me. <laughs> no, I just, I just can't wait to see the day where the bailiffs turn up and go, hey, Bruno Fernandes, you can't pay us and we're taking you away. <laughs> well, mind him at Liverpool. That guy's our player. Yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? But you just know United fuck him up. I don't know, or else you just leave in the next transfer window if they don't cop on. Um, I think, I think there's talk about them. Have a clear out this year. Oh, yeah, of everyone. Manager, players, Jesus, everything. Jesus, they're God. shocking. They're shocking. They, their spine hasn't changed. The minute they go a goal behind, yeah. heads drop. That's the end of it. Like they are 42 points behind us. Yeah. You think of all these teams that used to be up there Arsenal, United, and yeah. City are up there, but they're. Of like nearly 20, 22 points behind us. Yeah, but look, like I remember, it's not that long ago that this is where Liverpool were. Liverpool were seven, eight, ninth in the table for yeah. years on, on end, and mm-hmm. you know the optimism in Liverpool. I had it for so many years, and then all of a sudden it was gone. And then that even for the first two years of Klopp, it was just oh for God's sake we lose against these and all that. But now all of a sudden, the fucking optimism is back, and it's like, come on, bring it on! I don't care. We'll strangest. I'll say the strangest thing about the difference between Julia, Klopp, Benitez, Rogers was that Liverpool have improved year on year yeah. with Klopp. I remember with Rogers after we went on that season where we nearly won the title, fell off, <laughs> fell off a cliff. Yeah. That season with Benitez when um, when we got to the Champions League final with uh, AC Milan in 2007, then we challenged United for the title in 2008, 2009, and then we oh, sold Alonso and Mascherano, fell off a cliff. Yeah. The same with Houllier. His last season was fucking atrocious. Like and with Klopp, you just get. Go on, sorry, man. No, it's with Klopp. It's the difference to me with Klopp is that we started off. Okay, we got to a European UEFA Cup final, but we, like you said, we kept on losing to these shit teams. Three yeah. up. you know, it was crazy. But Rob, um, we got to we got to a European Cup final with the squad that he inherited. Yeah, that that is nothing short of masterstrokes. You no, know? it is. He's a he's a he's a 
he's, he's proven himself. It's a weird thing. He's been at the club now since what? Four years? Five years? Mm, four, four years. Maybe four years. And this season itself is going to be a weird way to judge how long he's been there considering the massive break that we've had in between. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a weird way to judge. The, the league was over before the break. Yeah, you know, well, that's, that's why that's why you haven't heard too much of the fans saying, "Oh, you have to put an asterisk beside it." I seen I seen that an interview with Klopp, and they were saying, "Oh, you'll have to put an asterisk beside it because of the break." And he just turned around, put whatever you want beside it. We know we were the champions, <laughs> and it's like he's just brilliant, isn't he? He's he just really is brilliant. Um, mm. But that's the difference between with, with Klopp. You seem to get increasingly better as opposed to the other managers, where you reach the peak and then you fall off. Yeah. So uh, hope, hopefully we can keep him for another two, three years and uh, build on um, this and maybe get another Premiership, maybe get another Champions League, something like that. Not concerned at all well, with it's the like Cups. Just, the Cups are there for the kids. It's just, it's a perfect storm for Liverpool at the minute. The owners yeah. are top-notch. You know, the, I, the fans have bought into, into it after a rocky start. You know, mm. they, 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 what was it, Nesby, when they originally came in? Girls, girls. Um, Nesby when it originally came in and now um, what's it called Fenway Sports Group yeah. they, did, they didn't overly know what they're doing but they've learned and they only yeah. they, they're not afraid to invest the money when they have to you know nope. they're really not they've, they've put their money where their mouth is on numerous occasions and I mean I do, they're I do marketing expect... what they're marketing with uh, with Nike as well yeah. is going to build on next year too and I know and, you have this weird fantasy about Mbappe coming which is never going to happen uh, sorry but, sorry just rephrase that slightly I have a fantasy about Mbappe arriving at Liverpool oh yeah sorry sorry sorry. <laughs> that other one poor, poor choice of words poor choice of words completely not true okay <laughs> so you have a fascination about uh, Mbappe arriving and playing for Liverpool yes in a footballing capacity yes and it's as much as as unlikely as it is uh, the injection of cash and the kind of um, the global appeal of Nike is going to really serve Liverpool well and it's going to be great when they go to China when they do these pre-season tours in America and China and places like yeah. that it's going to really serve them well so I mean further down the line you think players like places like City where they could face a, a, a ban I mean they've been they're going to find out in July if they're going to have a, a ban from um, Look, European competition but also I'm, a transfer ban I'm fairly confident that Man City will get out of this the same, although you were saying they're an arch nemesis, isn't it? But I, I'm fairly yeah, certain they'll fight their way out of this. It's that Qatar Abu Dhabi influence between financial fair play, uh, UEFA, and Manchester City's owners. That I mean, Manchester City were today linked with Ben Chilwell. I mean, how many fullbacks do you want to fuck up in your career? I mean, they've ruined, the, they've ruined like, the careers of I, I know of Kyle Walker. I, I understand that, but the wages they offer just like set people up yeah. for life. But like, if I if I was a manager of of a, or a, or a coach or something like that, I would not be telling my players if they were good go there. I'd be telling them to go go maybe to Wolves or something like that, and learn your trade properly. You know, get into that team first, then you know earn that transfer. Well, but, I think when going back to when Kyle Walker went to Manchester City, Danny Rose came out and started talking about the wage structure at Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. And Kyle Walker doubled his wages when he went to Manchester. Okay, he's won a he's won a title. And whatever, but um, he's not as good as Trent. He's not as good as Robbo. Trent came through the youth system. Robbo came for eight million. Yeah, like, like, there's a lot to be said. That just shows you the difference in structure. Yeah. Like, 
does the, does that mean now? Does that mean that like taking nothing away from Pep Guardiola and what he's done? But is Klopp a better coach? I would think so. If you're talking like, coaching, if you're talking coaching, yeah, yes, because Guardiola hasn't won a Champions League without Messi. You don't coach someone like Messi. Messi's been the, is probably the best player he's ever been. And people always argue Pele and Maradona, all these players. Messi is the best player that I've ever seen. I think the most and naturally gifted player. I mean, you, 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 you've really got to stick Cristiano Ronaldo up there beside him. Yeah. Ronaldo, okay, so the difference between Messi and Ronaldo for me is Ronaldo worked, yeah. turned himself into a striker. Messi just remained the same player. Yeah. Oh no. And 100%. his those same skills that he had when he was a kid, and yeah, he developed them and stuff like that. But I don't think he was coached. I just think that that's a fucking natural gift. Yeah. He's an actual genius. And the fact that Guardiola hasn't won a Champions League uh, since then with the best team in Germany, yeah, the best finance team in Germany, the best finance team in England, and look, arguably, me, arguably the best team that England, absolutely, England has ever seen. You know, absolutely, hundred percent. Um, he hasn't won a Champions League with them. Tells me that no, he's not. He's probably not a better coach. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp won the Champions League. He, he, he won the Champions League with an eight, with an eight million euro left back, which he left out of the team for like four months, five months, yeah. six months. And got to, to the final with Loris Carius in goal. With Loris Carius, with Matip, uh, who was a free transfer. So no, for me, it's, there's no argument. Klopp is the be- a better coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guardiola just had better jobs. Yeah, and I think Guardiola. Uh, has an eye for a player that's already developed. Hundred percent. Yep. You know, I don't. And think, that's why I don't think for me, he adds anything to a player. For me, going back uh, when we're talking about Leroy Sané, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about because if Sané was under Klopp, I think he would have developed into a phenomenal uh, winger. Yeah, I, um, I think you're. I think you're right because like he has all the attributes. He really does. I mean, he does. And look, okay, he's he's gone. He's German. He's probably go back to Germany, and that's fine. Bayern Munich and stuff like that. I would love to have him at the at the club to push on Mane and Salah. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to have a have a backup to Bobby. But like I said, who's gonna like if you're gonna pay money for a quality backup? Because let's face it, Origi isn't a quality backup no. for any of those front three positions. Then who's gonna say yes and then sit on the bench and wait for him to get injured? The only the only thing I, I will say about Origi is okay, he's not as good as as the others. But by Jesus, that man pops up in the right place at the right time an awful lot. And that's a he good does. habit to have. He does. He knows. He does. I mean, he can infuriate you sometimes when he's on the wing. I don't yeah. like seeing him on the wing. I'd rather have him straight through the middle. Yeah. And that's where he was effective against Everton in the 4-2 win when he scored a wonderful goal. Oh. Um, was that the one that bounced off the crossbar or something, was it? That was the other one from, the other, from last year. I'm talking about the one in the 4-2 when I think it was Trent played a long ball. Oh, and he I just cushioned it over, yeah. came over his shoulder, cushioned it with his right foot, and then like just placed it into the yeah, net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he has that potential, but yeah, it, it's Liverpool's only problem is that they're going to have to try and get these people to come to Liverpool and be okay with sitting on the bench. You see, that's where I think Klopp is genius at bringing in the likes of Minamino for little money, because he can say to these guys, "Look, guys, this it's your job to get in the team. These yeah. guys are ahead of you. You get them out." And this is, and these are the rewards. Yeah, you know, he's he's a very loyal and faithful um, coach. You know, yeah. he does, he, he really rewards loyalty and, and and discipline and you know carrying out his instructions yeah. and stuff. And that's why Origi's still there. Yeah, you know. So we'll we'll have to see how um, how it plans out. But in relation to today, 
ignore Quans about like Liverpool should fucking steamroll them. I get uh, all things being equal, I agree. I agree, and I do expect maybe uh, uh, two or three goals to Liverpool. Well, what do you uh, think? What's your prediction? I've given you mine. I said twice I, it's four 0 I, I I think three one. Uh, okay. But never, I, I'd always be wary of a little bit of a, of, a, of a surprise. If this was just coming after, maybe actually this has come at a good time because Liverpool were sort of flagging there towards the break. They'd lost three games or something like that in all competitions. Um, so maybe it's coming at a good time. Maybe the break was needed because they played an awful lot of football in the last few years. But I expect Liverpool maybe 3 1 uh, today. Um, yeah, I think scores. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to pick goal scores. I'm going to go with um, Jordan Henderson is going to score one uh, out okay. of the blue, and I'm going to go for a solid double. Solid double, brace for Mohammed. Yeah. And what about Everton? You've given Everton a goal, so obviously Dejan Lovren's playing. <laughs> Actually, what I was going to say was uh, there was an incident, and uh, Liverpool scored a goal unfairly. So Liverpool had to give them a goal back. That's uh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the saving graces about this is that um, Jonathan Moss, the referee that I hate, is not refereeing this game. <laughs> so I'm not sure who he is. I think it might be. <laughs> Sorry, just gave him a kick in the arse. <laughs> kick up the hole. Uh, we we um, do not advocate child violence. <laughs> <laughs> Does he sound like he's hurt? Does he, huh? We're finally doing what um, this podcast was originally set up to do, by the way, for the first time. Venting. <laughs> Venting about Liverpool. Um, I would say for mine, I'm saying 4-0. I, I think we keep a clean sheet. Um, I would think, I think uh, Mane is going to get on it. Mane always seems to come back strong um, from breaks. He always seems to get a goal. So I'm going to go with Mane. I'm going to throw Rigi in there. Off you the bench. Okay. Header from a free kick. Trent from the right-hand side. Caress ball in. Nice. Everton fall apart. Pickford, three foot tall, can't reach the ball. And uh, Origi steps up. So I'm going to go Mane with two. Origi with one. And I'm going to throw uh, going to throw Trent in there with a free kick. Okay, why not? Lob it in there. Lob it in there, exactly. Lob it in there. Anything, anything above five feet will go in. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, Rob. I think that's where we we'll leave it. Uh, we'll pick this right. up maybe um, uh, tonight if you want to do it tonight after the match, or or tomorrow or tomorrow or something like that, and uh, we'll we'll talk about what actually happened. Tonight would be better, in fairness, because I'm, I'm working tomorrow. So yeah, well, so am I, but that's you know we'll see. Um, All right. Okay, right. Thanks, Rob. Uh, we'll talk uh, talk to you later. Sure, I'll, but, uh, I'll try to text that. during the match. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? Oh. <laughs> 